All right, here we go. Josh Thompson, Punk's Opinion. I'm here with producer Dave. We're in here just holding it down because Sammy is a no-show, and he's got his little uh, IPA over there. Producer Dave, you know, being the Scottish lad that he is. We call him a lad. The lad, right? The lad. I think we should change your name. That should be your name. We're trying to figure out names for you to change on Instagram. On Instagram. Yep. You should be the, the Scottish lad. Scottish lad? The producer lad. Or maybe lad producer. I think producer lad. Something like that. Something like that. Dave. Dave the lad? No. Scottish Dave lad. Or Scottish lad Dave. Or something like that. It's got to be something like that. Uh, it needs to be short as well. Nah, it does. It producer does. Dave the lad? Nah, that's too, nah, that's too long. I would just say the lad. The lad. <laughs> that's quite taken. Yeah, the lad. That's pretty good though. I like the that. The lad. The lad. Uh, Anytime I think of the the word the before a nickname, I always think of the answer, Frankie Edgar. Every single time. The I don't know what it is, man. The rock. Every time, really. The rock, yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe. Because you're into the WWE. I'm into MMA. WrestleMania is this Sunday. Yeah. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. So your homeboy Bobby Lashley is. Oh my boy. He's my boy B Bobby Lashley, baby. Woo. He's defending against um against this like five foot Irish guy. It's crazy, but he's gonna but, fucking smash that dude. But, but he's known as the uh, he's known as the um the demon Finn Balor. So he he like he comes out as this demon and uh. And but he's like a super short guy, so but he's very athletic and flies, so it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, what do you mean by interesting? Bobby gonna fucking just grab him and smash him like a tomato can. But bro, it's choreographed. Fuck, bro. So Bobby's gonna have Bobby to. Bobby Lashley, like I've seen Bobby Lashley wrestle in real life. Fuck man, the guy's a fucking animal. I'm talking about real wrestling, not fake wrestling. Now, there's no way, man, no way. Let me see. Let me see. So, so we got it. It says fight right win streak. No, that's that's uh, that's oh. something else. There's Bobby. Look at that guy, man. He's an intercontinental champion. Bobby's a fucking animal, man. And he's who's, got, he, who's interviewing him? So that's the girl. She's just one of the interviewers. His name is Leo Rush. He's like who's his, the little midget on the left? That's uh, Bobby's manager. Manager. Shut quotes. up. He does all the talking for Bobby because Bobby's not a great talker. Yeah, he's not. Uh, so he does all the talking. Uh, Bobby won the Intercontinental title a, a couple of weeks ago, and now he defends it against Finn Balor at WrestleMania. And this is a WrestleMania. Has Bobby Sunday? ever been in WrestleMania? Yeah, he Bobby was like the main shit like 10 years ago yeah and then he went to bellator and then now he's obviously back last year dude bobby's fucking he can Look really he can really <laughs> really wrestle though he's good yeah now, you he, can tell like, yeah you can tell ahead. he's athletic as hell um so this is the guy hold on where's finn balor let me pull it off here so finn balor he's this little short irish guy it's kind of hard to tell on this one but but he uh he, he's got this alter ego called the demon and uh, and this is a demon right here where he comes out in all the paint, and he like so that's kind of like his alter ego that's supposed to be scary. So look at Bobby's face when it comes back over. Bobby looks like he's scared. It looks like my sister with makeup on. <laughs> look at what Bobby's fuck, face. Like he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what is this? This is uh, Bobby's opponent in WrestleMania. <laughs> Bobby gonna fuck that dude up. I don't uh, see how Bobby loses. Um. So tell, tell me more about this Ronda thing. 
So Ronda's like the star, right? She's Ronda, like the, she's the lead person in this so, whole deal. Well, it's crazy. This year is the first year where the women are going to go on last. I heard. So it's like this big deal. You probably saw it in the news and everything, right? ESPN, yeah, yeah. Sports yep, Center. I saw it on ESPN. Um, so the the ginger girl is called Becky Lynch. The ginger girl. <laughs> she's a ginger? Yes. She's Irish as well. Uh, and then the, the blonde girls, that's Ric Flair's daughter. I love her. Yeah. Her and I like... Um, uh Bank. Anvil, Anvil, the Anvil's wife. The Anvil's wife. Oh, uh, it's a, or not wife, but uh daughter. Is it Jimmy Anvil? The one that died. He died just recently. He was with he was tag Night, team with Brett the Hitman. Hart. Night Hart. Night, Night. Uh, Nick Nightheart. I think Nick was a nickname. I don't know. I I don't go that Brett far. Brett the Hitman Hart and yeah. then the br- the, the, the yeah, tag yeah. team partner. Natalia, you're thinking of Natalia. Yo, is it is that her name? Yeah, Natalia. I like her as well. Uh, probably this one right here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So Ronda. So did you see the whole shit with Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte? No. They'll, they'll get arrested. Let me see. Let me see. So, Dude, you got me. You got me kind of interested in this. I actually kind of like that you're a dork. You're a dork on this. Uh, I kind of like it. So look. So this goes on for like quite a while, but they uh-huh. they all get into a big brawl in the back. So you can tell that they're really trying to force this woman thing on us, which is yeah. kind of annoying. But at the same time, it's like at least Ooh. they're giving them the spotlight. Bro. So, so like they all get into. It. So, what happens is, is that they were told that they were told that during the match, right? So let's go. They were told what June during. So wow, Ronda's really short compared to all these girls. So right now they're not allowed to touch each other because they're they're on the same team. So by contract they're not allowed to physically touch each other, right? But as soon as Ronda finishes this girl. Ronda, right, as soon as the match is over right now, Ronda's allowed to touch her. So Ronda goes straight after her, boom, takes her out, and then uh, starts attacking her. And then the other one, so these three are actually fighting at WrestleMania. And then, so they're all going after each other, right? So then it spills over, the cops come in, um, they're just beating the heck out of each other. It spills all the way out to the back, where they're just going after each other. Look at that kick to the face. Wow. So it comes all the way back here. Beautiful right. fake kick. I like it. I know. Go ahead. Look go at ahead, those fake ahead. police cars. <laughs> so they get tossed in the car, right? Um, they're all getting separated and split up. Well, this is pretty funny right here. So they get, they both get thrown in the same car. Why? I don't know. But then It would never happen. It would never happen. So then they start beating the piss out of each other, right? First of all, if you do this in the back of a cop's car, you're not going to WrestleMania. You're going straight to jail. <laughs> uh, so they're beating each other up. Uh, Ronda kicks the window out. This is pretty brutal right here. Watch this. So Ronda's like Ronda's in the back of the other car, and Ronda drives the car, the cop car, into the back of the other cop car. Uh, awesome. It's just so crazy. Look, watch Ronda right here. She goes right into the back of the other cop car, and then sh- and then Charlotte runs up and kicks Ronda right in the face as she's hanging out the back of the car. It's freaking crazy, man. What do you see? I actually thought about you. I thought jo- that Josh has to believe me. This is not fake when he sees this. Watch when she kicks her right in the face here. So she runs up, I think it's the blonde one, Charlotte runs up and kicks her right in the face right here. Boom! That's fake. Not, bro, that- It was fake, dude. Oh, slow, I wish you could slow it down. It barely, it didn't make any contact all right, at I'm all. Sl- I'm gonna slow it down right now. Slow down, slow it down, slow it down. Speed. Didn't make any contact, she like just sold it. But it was, it was done at an angle where you didn't think it was actually, she actually hit her. Look, you can't even slow it down that fast. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh. Look, so... look, 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 ready? Boom. It doesn't even make contact. That did make she contact. She put her knee on her face and like pushed her. 
Yeah, well. It wasn't even. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, look. I'm sold. I'm 100% sold on the fact that you're a nerd to this. <laughs> I love it. I love the fact that this is this is fun. This to me is fun. I, I, I can't say enough. I tip my hat to Ronda Rousey. I'm happy for her. Like you were right when when uh, when I sent you that tweet from uh, Misha saying like this is Rhonda that she's upset all this shit and you're like dude you're totally buying into all this bullshit I was like hey whatever man like it it just seems real like she got arrested she got all this. I'm like but you're right you're right it's it's all it's all it's all staged it's all legit it's all leading up to WrestleMania good deal man. And then so Brock is the last one that's fighting. So this is yes. where this is where we find out if Brock loses the title, he'll does, lose it. Does he build towards DC fight? Yeah, they're saying so, uh, they're saying what August? Uh, yeah, they're saying August right now, right? Yeah, I think August, man. So this is his opponent, Seth Rollins. Uh, so he's quite yeah. quite a small guy. What but happened to Roman Reigns, man? He came back. So yeah, he just, but he he's came like back the like heel, right? Or is he good? He's People good like guy. him now. Yeah. People well, he, like him. All of a sudden, people like him. People hated him when he came to. Well, he, I mean, was, he was always San Jose. People were like boo. But he was always a good guy. But people just didn't like him because he was being force fed to us. Yeah, I guess. But he's because of the cancer thing. Everyone's behind him now. So he's, he's got cancer. Remember, he left with leukemia. I don't remember that. Is like, it real leukemia? No, no. In October, he left because he had leukemia that came real back. Real leukemia. Yeah, but then wow. but then he beat it again. So he beat it for the second time. Now he's wow. back wrestling again. So um. So this is uh so here we are with uh, Brock as well. So it's just interesting to me that like this crossover, like how crazy the crossover is right now with uh MMA and wrestling. Like you get three big MMA stars that yeah. are appearing at WrestleMania. Suplex City baby. And Dave Bautista's actually back at WrestleMania as really? well. Really? Yeah, he's fighting Triple H. Triple so. H still around? Yeah. Isn't he like fucking sixty? He's like probably close to fifty, but um wow, he's man. um look he just got elbowed. Oh, right nuts. nuts. Yep, and then he's gonna get stomped. Watch this, boom! And then yeah, he's gonna lose. You think Brock's gonna lose? Yeah, because the DC fight's coming up. Yeah, but SummerSlam's in August as well, so you never know. They might just try and I don't know, man. I really don't know. I oh. think if the UFC was smart, they would try to co-promote it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly, that would catapult. They they've never tried to do that. If they did that, it would just catapult the fucking two promotions to a whole new level. If you join those, and I'm not even trying to give these motherfuckers ideas, <laughs> but like if you if they were able to work something out where they catapulted this, I mean, like to, to work together like that, it would catapult this organization, both organizations, to a whole new level. You would finally, I think, finally having like MMA fans start watching WWE, and WWE fans would finally probably start watching MMA. You never watched a fucking MMA fight in your life until you met me. Yeah, swear to God. Actually, Mike, but oh yeah, but we don't even, we don't even count him. Yeah. So that's true. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm excited for the fact that Ronda Rousey is um, doing well. She's main eventing this thing, right? Yeah, but then, so, but then there's talk of her being gone for a while after to start a family with Travis. I doubt it. I doubt. You don't think so? She wants to have a baby. I doubt it. You know I mean, so? I would imagine she probably does want to have a baby, but I mean, I think the money's too good and like to do something like this. So if she if she main events it, she's probably gonna lose. And I don't I don't think in, in my in my core of all of this, I don't think that. That's something that she would agree to. So you know what's kind of annoying about WWE right now, right? Is um, it's annoying to me because I'm a WWE fan, right? But I was trying to explain it to Tanya last night. She just couldn't understand it. But you know the old champ champ thing. So Charlotte, Ric Flair's daughter, is the SmackDown Women's Champion, yeah. and Ronda's the Raw Women's Champion. And so now, now they put both titles on the line at WrestleMania. So it's winner takes all. And now they're they're running around saying 
who's going to be the champ champ and it annoys me that they're stealing that from MMA. Why? I don't know. It's just annoying. Does it not seem annoying? It's good, to you? man. You do? I think it's good. And I actually honestly hope that they're able to work the two things together. It catapults the both organizations into this whole new realm that we never thought they would. We never thought they would ever like mesh and get together. And if the UFC was smart, they would piggyback on the WWE. And if the WWE was smart, they would piggyback on the UFC. The two, I mean, like if you have someone like Brock, you have someone like Ronda, and I'm hearing there's a good chance DC might be there. On a commentary role, right? Nope. No, you're more than that? Okay. Because we saw Kane at the Performance Center for WWE, right? For a while back. So, yeah. yeah. And one of our very own, Jake Casper. Oh, yeah. Is that happening, though? I saw he's back in North Carolina. Yeah. I, from what I understand, maybe the contract's mm. on its way. Mm, from what I understand. So, you have AKA guys. You've got Kane Velasquez. You've got, like, who's, Kane's doing WWE in, in whatever, in Mexico somewhere. Oh. But but there's a good chance that there's that he may be doing also WWE here, so hmm. there's that, and then you have there's a chance of DC being involved with all of this after this whole. And, and honestly, if you have the two shows right, you have Brock and you have DC fighting, and then all of a sudden DC now goes to WWE. I don't know, man. I don't know how. I don't know how you guys don't figure it out and work it out together as far yeah. as promotions. Well, Dana says he's a good relationship with Vince. So there's there's a good chance it's already being talked about. Maybe, might be, might be. Interesting, interesting for you. It's interesting for me. For us, I'm like whatever, man. I, it, I think man. it's kind of cool though. I do. I actually do think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Well, it could be fun. I'll keep you posted on Sunday with WrestleMania. Well, I mean, if you have guys like DC, great mouthpieces. DC's like he's got the he's got a great mouthpiece. If you ever been in the room with DC, you understand right away. Like he's got a mouthpiece on him that he can sell a fight, he can talk a fight, he can do he can do it. That's why Thug Rose, Thug Rose. You know what I mean? Like that type of shit is what DC does really well. And it's always entertaining with DC. It's never like yeah. it's never like malice or anything. No, like there's that. no there's no ill intent with him. And on top of that though, for him, he, he knows how like this is the business part of it and this is the fight game and this is real life. Yep. You know? And we're gonna actually get into that whole real life situation right now because we're talking about Conor McGregor and um Khabib. and Khabib. So let's talk about that. We'll get to MMA and we'll talk about real life shit. <laughs> like real life shit is this. Scary. It's scary, man. It's scary. So I got all the tweets up for you if you want to go through them one by and one. And I'm going to talk know. about, yeah, let us let's let me tell you all the shit that was said first, okay? And then I will tell you what Kelvin Gaslam said, and then I will 100% tell you my opinion uh, on that whole ordeal. So is that the very first tweet? Khabib's first tweet is this one right here. Khabib's first tweet is, great feeling after five championship rounds. See you soon, my fans. Very soon, and thank you all, thank thank you all, you guys, for support all these years. Instagram photo, I don't even know what the Instagram photo is, I think it's a picture of him. And then Connor writes back, you got your money took, your brother's eye socket shook when you fought me, you little rat, which is funny. Viva Las Vegas, baby, the gaff always wins. Big stopper party in the wind coming soon. That's from Connor. Basically, like, replying to him, talking shit. Cool. Khabib comes back. Money comes and goes. The honor that you lost that evening will never return. Live with it. 
finished career in MMA, but started career on Twitter. That was pretty good. That last <laughs> that little good, that, that last little line was good. That was good. Connor comes back. Don't be scared of the rematch, you little scurry brat. Ooh. You will do what you are told like you always do. Ooh. So you're getting close there right now. You're getting close. Then he posts pictures of uh, Abu Baka, which is Khabib's brother, and saying, I smacked your brother around and took the shit. In the, I took his shit. I took his shit in his hat. I mean, Abu Baka posted the pictures of him with the, with the black eye, and that's what he's saying. And then Connor comes back and says, your wife is a towel, mate. Because he posted pictures of Khabib's wedding where his wife was wearing uh, a cover over her face. Now, look, I, I don't I don't follow like I don't follow the religion. So I can't honestly speak like on on uh, why they do this. And people will keep asking me, like, why is it happening? Why do they do this? And I don't know. And um from what I understand, it's only for because of like public eye. Like, if there's cameras around, people around that they, they do that. Like I do, on, I, from what I understand, like they wear like the ones that have the the eyepieces, so they can actually see like uh, just their eyes um, normally around. But I, I don't know any more detail of the religion itself and like why all of this like happens during weddings. Uh, I don't know if this happens for everyone during their wedding. I I don't know these things, but what I'm simply saying is that. Man, you got to leave dude's wife's out of it. It's rough. I get that you need to leave them out of it, but at the same time, it's like like you mm. could, you're only going to take offense if you want to take offense. Yeah, I don't know, man, because I mean, I don't know. I've had I've had friends where you make a you make a mom joke and they fucking lose their shit, but for me, you can make a mom joke and I don't give a shit because it's like, okay, first of all, I know you don't know my mom. Right, so yeah. like, it, no, but thing is, like, in this, I for me, like, look, you make a mom joke, you're disrespecting my mom. But here's the other thing, though, too, is you're it's on a different level of disrespecting your mother when it's two stars. That's the thing. Mean? Like, if I disrespect your mom, if I disrespect your mom, it's between you and me, and like maybe ten people that know your mom. <laughs> but he, they're doing it on social media where there's. Over a, over a million people on each side. Yeah. You know, like he's commenting. Connor's got what? How many How many Twitter followers? 20, 20 million? 20 million? Uh, is it The Notorious MMA? I don't know, man. Yeah. The Notorious MMA. Yeah. He's got 7.6. Oh, 7.6 million. not that popular. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Instagram. Dead, Instagram's man. like, I want to say, at 20 million. Yeah. He's, a, he's a, actually 35 million. Oh, 35? Yeah. Khabib's at maybe 20 million. I think I'll take a quick look. Anyways, when you're saying something like that on social media, I mean, like, you're talking... Yeah, uh, Notorious is 30.7 million. So could, uh, Connor's 30.7 million. And then Khabib's 14. 14.2. Khabib's 14.2. Stars, man. Both of them, stars. 14... Dude, I've seen... A level actors and actresses that have like four, five, eight. You know what I mean? So we're talking stars. I mean, look, whether they're stars in America or not, they're stars. They're stars wherever the fuck they're from. And the fact that he's got 14 or, you know, whatever it is, you're a star, man. Yep. 
And when you're talking, like you're talking about someone's, like this is the thing is there's a difference between, hey, your wife's fat. Oh, your wife's a towel. But you're talking also too when you talk about the reason why they're wearing the towel over their forehead, like over their head. You you are really insulting their religion, the reason why they're doing it, which it's it's here in the states. It's a it's a complicated situation. Now, I don't. I'm not saying. I don't know. I don't know why the. I don't know why, you know, why they do it. I don't know if it's just for the public eye. Like obviously there was cameras there because there's photos like this. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know. And it's got to be hard. It's it's got to be hard. I think um, with so many people, so many people involved in this this altercation, it got to the point where people were commenting in the Twitter section. Dude, this is getting out of hand. This this is not this not fun anymore. This is real. And then you have guys like Kelvin Gaslam, who I could not fucking agree with more. And that's the problem. When Dana had said Dana had said something a while ago about like, oh now like these guys are getting in the in the cage and punching each other in the face, and they can't be they can't say bad things about each other on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he was like, his his argument was that like that's ridiculous. Like yeah, it, honestly, I, I side with him a little bit, and I don't normally side with Dana, but. In this situation, ooh, you're talking like like here like, and the the next like one of the a couple of other tweets later was like Khabib said something about, dude, you made fun of our religion, you made fun of you made fun of my wife, you made fun of my religion. It, I think it's a tweet before this. The, um, the well, that was Connor said uh, another Dagestani caught abusing steroids. That's yeah. Two, there was three. another one. I think I want to say maybe before that one. Uh, if you think insulting, oh, if you religion. think if you think that insulting an entire religion, that you'll be safe, you are sadly mistaken, dude. Really? I mean, like it's true though. It really is true. You're insulting what? I don't even. If you pull up Ali's, uh, his manager, Ali's, dude, Ali posted a comment about like there's fucking, I don't know how many, like one point something billion Muslims in the world. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not even trying to get into the whole deal that, that all of them are violent because they're not. What I'm saying, though, is that, like, you're insulting someone's religion, dude. Like, people are going to take offense to that. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, there's a ton of a ton of Muslims that are going to be offended by the fact that you're fucking making fun of someone else's wife over what they do based on their religion. That, it's not it's not going to hold over well. I mean, I from what I understand, from what I understand, uh, Connor deleted the comment. Yeah. But still, it's too late, man. When you post it on the internet, it's too late. Like you have Khabib. Khabib comes back with, um, uh, you know, he, the whole steroid thing. But Khabib comes back with rape. Like you're a rapist. You are a rapist. You are a hypocrite. Uh, who is not responsible for your actions? Justice will find you. We will. We will see you. We will see notorious da 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 MMA. You know what I mean? So. I mean, he understands, man. He, I mean, like, Khabib understands, like, it's one thing to talk shit, but do you talk about his wife? And then, but then Khabib came back with, like, you're a rapist, man. And he's obviously going through some charges. And you and I have talked about this because you're from Scotland and you have friends that are from the UK. And there's there's tons of shit going around, like rumors going around. The fact that he's going to be brought up on, on rape charges here pretty shortly. I don't know if he is. If he, has he already been brought up on it or no? Nah, there's a lot of speculation, but it's yeah. also made its way into some of the main MMA news as well. But from what I understand, though, there's something there's something going on with the fact that like, um, like Ireland has some sort of different law that you're not allowed to 
talk about it or bring it up because of some sort of law. Like you can't bring charges until until it's proven or something. Yeah, like something like that. You you can't you can't it can't be out in the public. Like the allegations can't. Yeah, be the, the allegations and stuff like that can't be brought out in the public, or he can sue whatever the network or oh, okay. whatever uh, oh. platform that brings it out. Okay. But people are buzzing about it and talking about it and doing all these things. And, I mean, obviously, Khabib lives on that, I would say, more on that side of the country, um, of the world. But it's oh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yep. But Kelvin Gastelum, I think, hit the nail on the head, is that you're dealing with, you're dealing with uh, scary issues, man. This. Somebody made Misha take retweeted somebody's comment that said it's this is kind of turning into like the biggie and tupac of mma where both of them ended up dead um yeah you know and i just thought that was a very interesting take on it because it really like the the popularity of conor mcgregor and and khabib right now is kind of at that at that level of you know how hip hop was when hip hop was coming up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they'll ever be at that level of Tupac and Biggie, but let's nope. not be mistaken. Let's not be—they are stars. They are stars. But Tupac and Biggie were fucking larger than life. Well, dude. But Tupac and Biggie—that that thing was a West Coast East Coast thing. I mean, you're, yeah. talk, you're talking a, two states. This is like a global. Yeah, this is like a global. You know what I'm saying? This you is could like say, countries. You could, you could say that. You could say that. But I'm just saying, like Tupac and Biggie, as far as. I, I, yeah, I mean, for me, Tupac and Biggie, they, they were worldwide, and obviously these guys are as well, given where they're from. I mean, you have Ireland and they have the and, internet, and, I, yeah, and, and, right, and they have more access in the internet. Yes, you're right, but they're, I don't think they're quite at that level of being superstars. Like if Tupac was on Instagram right now, he'd be at like 100 million. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> fucking to me, he's like probably the greatest rapper that I've lived. And then you got Biggie, right? Who's right there behind him, like fucking right there. You know what I mean? Like, don't, They'd be both probably like, I mean, pull, pull up Dr. Dre. Pull up Dr. Dre. Let's see where Dr. Dre is I at. Bet, I bet he's no more than a million. Really? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dr. Dre. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Four million, bro. Oh, jeez, man. But Eminem's at like 20. Yeah, so M.M., right? Wow. The, the real you got MMA stars. You got MMA stars. 25. 25. What's Connor at? 30? Connor's at 30. Wow. Wow, it's insane. crazy. But the, but I think the other machine gun Kelly. I think the other the other thing you need to consider. I don't follow social media guys. Like, I don't even know who the fuck like. The other thing with you need to consider is that four four point three, is that social media has already made it. It came out after Dr. Dre and Eminem and all them, so they missed yeah. the bandwagon. Yep. You know, like you and I had this conversation the other day about me. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and like I asked you like how. Like you, you missed the band, Megan. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I think, I think, I think also too. Like, had I fought, had I fought Pettis, it would have catapulted me more. Yep. You know what probably, I mean? Would you have stuck with the UFC if you if you had fought well, Pettis? I would have had to because if you fight for the title, you get an automatic three fight extension. Oh. Uh, so okay. I would have had to say I would have probably been there for the next at least three fights. I would have had to have been there for the last three fights. Do you th I know we're getting off topic, but would you have fought out those three fights? You would have tried. No, mean, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, because you have only th fought three with Bellator, right? Yes. And on a f probably a four fight deal, which yes. you said like a standard six fight, six fight deal. So, would you have fought the extra three and just called it a day? Yeah. Is that what you would have done, probably? Probably. And not going to Bellator. I probably still would have went, depending on depending on talking to Scott, like what the money would have been. 
I'm you know just what I mean? kidding. I don't yeah, know. it would have been. I, I mean, like, you, want to talk about you know, I mean, no, no, no. We're just, I mean, like, we're just shooting back and forth. But, I mean, like, for me, it really comes down to, um, I don't know, just, like, what would have been best for me. Where was the most money at? And I do know that, like, once you fight for the title, you still make pretty decent money afterwards, but not great money. Um, but then after fighting for the title, like, they do catapult you to the next level a little bit above what normal people would fight for. I mean, I don't know. It, it really would have been a whole new contract negotiation, though, too. Once you fight for the title, because when I, if they would have had me fight for the title in my second fight, we probably would have renegotiated, mm. like, right then for another. Because they would have been like, hey, you have three more fights after that. Once you fight for the title, it's three more fights. And I'd be like, all right, cool, three more fights. But let's renegotiate what I'm getting paid, because what I'm getting paid ain't, ain't what, what I would have wanted to get paid as the champion. There's no fucking way. Do you ever resent Pettis for no basically changing the course of your career? No, I think about it too all the time. I do. Um, no, I really enjoy the fact that that Pettis is um dude huge win over Stephen Thompson. You gotta love that man. You gotta I, for as as any fighter, he was losing that fight. He wasn't losing by a lot. He wasn't getting smashed or anything by any means. He was losing the fight. But fuck, I get happy when 55 pounders win, man. I get happy. I get happy. I'm like, damn. When I see Mazadal, Mazadal was fighting in the fucking in the prelims of some of my fights at the strike force. And now I see him fucking knocking out the number three guy in fucking welterweight at the UFC. Come on, son. How you get mad at that? Like these are guys that I've seen come up and I have nothing but respect for them. Like those guys, I mean like Pettis. Pettis for me was just I don't. I think it was beyond him. It was, and and I I would love to pick his brain and find out the truth because from what I from what I understand from the close friends that were with the UFC at the time, people that worked for the UFC, it was it was more of a marketing ploy that he had just beat Benson. He was super action packed. He was exciting, and from what I understand is that they they wanted to spend time building him because if you remember, he had taken a year off after he had won the title, and they had put him on the Wheaties box. They had to put him on like all these other things. He was the first fighter to ever. I don't even. Maybe he's the only fighter to ever go on the Wheaties box, but that's that's pretty fucking impressive. But he, um, dude, to me that was a like to me that was just. I think honestly, at that time, had I fought after I fought Benson, like had I fought had I fought him instead of Benson, fuck. There's no way, man. If you watch me, how I take Benson down, how I dominate Benson on the ground, how there's not a chance at that time in my career. At that time in my career, um, fuck, man. I felt like there was no one better than me on the ground. There was no one better than me on like as far as my transitions from stand up to the ground. It just it wasn't there, man. And then the fact that like I just got I got stuck with that with that Ben fight. I broke my thumb and tore some ligaments in my wrist. I could barely like move my wrist and my hand. Like it was really weird, man. I'd never, it, I'd never experienced anything like that in my life, and um, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, I I do think about the opportunities that I would have had, but then I also think about the opportunities I don't have that I have now that I wouldn't have had had I done yeah. and carried out what I did. So I thought I, I think I would have been world champion at the time because think about it, right? We all, all of us, all had the same goals around the same time. Me. Rockhold, DC, Kane. All four of us, me, Luke, DC, Kane, four of us. <laughs> and then Khabib was fucking right behind us. Yep. Khabib was 21 or 20 and 0. 
21 or 20 and 0 at the time. He was like right behind me. He got hit with some injuries, but like I'm saying, like we would have had, like I would have had to probably like leave because Khabib would have got he got way so much better between that and the time. But like I would have fought him, then I would have fought I would have fought Pettis, then I would have fought I don't know who else was after Pettis. Who who beat Pettis? Oh Dos Anjos. But I was supposed to fight Dos Anjos before I fought Pettis. There's so many things that could have played out. I would have probably never have fought Khabib. Obviously not. But I'm saying that it was it was there, man. Like we had the we had. Our focus during that time was way different, man. Like, we were there at the gym every day. Like, after we got done with training, Rockhold's out in the street in front of AK doing sprints. Like, they don't, we don't do that shit no more. You know what I mean? It's just different. Like, things are different. You know, like, sure, the guys have their own hustle. They got their own thing. But, like, you got to remember what got us there. And, like, we were all doing really well before. You know what I mean? So... I thought there was I thought there was a great chance I would have beat Pettis because of the way that I was at that level at that time as far as my wrestling and my grappling was fucking on point. I had Gray Maynard uh to wrestle with every single day. Tyson Griffin, who was really small and short, not the easiest guy to take down. Once you did take him down, he was like really flexible, really good at scrambling and doing things. Justin Wilcox, short guy, like but good wrestler. Um, fucking Russell Edinburgh, uh, with Koscheck and some of the other guys there. Like I had some good guys that were on my way. Noad Lohat, good judo guy, good jujitsu guy. Like I had good guys at that time. The, the the guys that we had, I was like, fuck, man. All they did was make me better. And Khabib came in kind of later, like, you know, afterwards. But I used him a couple times. He was strong as fuck, but he was not as strong as heavy as he is now. But I mean, he was strong as fuck then. You know, he was good then too, but inexperienced. But still good, you know? So, I mean, there was... I, I had ways... I had so many guys that were just there and just helping me and making me grow. And, fuck, I don't think Pettis would have stood a chance. But that was a different time, different era, different everything. Pettis now, though, man, you got to tip your hat to him, man. I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he beat Stephen Thompson. I'm happy that a 55-pounder beat a 70-pounder. Same thing with George Mazadol. Man, I'm, I'd love to see the, the smaller guys come out and just fucking whoop these dudes' asses. Calvin Cerrone, same thing. So... I know we got off topic. We're talking about, you know, my shit. We should be talking about this shit. Um, it's fun to listen to, man. It, I mean, it's there's so much history. There's so much history and talk and things we can get into. And, man, I got so many stories. I got to start telling you guys stories about, you know, Miami UFC uh, 42, Sean Shirk, Matt Hughes being out with uh, Tim Sylvia, Sherdog, all the guys from Sherdog, Sean Shelby, who is the matchmaker now. You know, and uh, Bob Cook, Chuck Liddell, everyone. We're all out of the in the Miami Strip, and uh, fuck man, getting in some trouble, some fights, some scraps, all that stuff. But there's so much drama and so much stuff going on. But hey, those are things that like those are stories that maybe you guys will read about one day in my book. <laughs> <laughs> so, but good stuff, man. We had a lot of good stuff. Who knows, man? We had we had we had so much fun. The old the old UFC versus the new UFC is fuck. It's so different. Like, even though the fighters all had to fight each other, we were all still friends normally. I mean, you have to, you know, you have the, what's it called, Lee Murray versus, you know, Tito and and all those things going on and all those fights and stuff going on. But fuck, man, what a, we had such a great time back then. It was good. It was a blast. Anyways, all right. So let's talk about this. Let's, uh, my honest opinion, man. Like, uh, and then, uh, what's it called? Who's this? This is Connor. Connor's last tweet before it, before it tapered off. He said, "You sent this so Khabib." After what, Khabib what did Khabib say? 
<clears throat> after Khabib said, if you think they insult an entire religion, you'd be safe, you are mistaken. Uh-huh. Connor says, you sent this exact threat to my coach in 2016. I remember it well. Before you and your team attacked my teammate alone in a Brooklyn hotel, remember where this all began. God sees all. I mean, look, I don't know the scenario situation between the whole um, uh, what is it, Artem uh, attack, I guess, in the hotel, or basically where they confronted him and there was a group of them and only him by himself. Look, I don't know, I don't know that situation, that scenario, but I will tell you this though, I will, I will speak from experience. I've been on the track uh, with Khabib and with like, and with all the guys from the team, with all the all the Russians. And trying to pass them, they work as a unit and a team. So the thing, the fact that like when I was trying to like catch up to Khabib or trying to catch up or pass Islam or any of those guys when we're on the track, they would have their other the other guys and you know all the other Russian guys, the younger guys that were were just out there to run, just to kind of like run side by side with Khabib and help him get ready, things like that. But. They weren't out there for like six, seven sprints. They're out there for two or three, and then like they rotate. But they're out there basically. They were out there just to block me, so I couldn't pass them or get around them or, or you know what I mean, get to the front or anything. But they're out there to make sure that their boys, that that Khabib and Islam were like ahead of me at all times. I mean, I understand. So when you're talking about when you when they confronted Artem at the hotel, I'm telling you, man. This is nothing like you've seen before. These guys are legit brothers. You hear guys talk about it. You hear guys say shit. But guess what? They live down the street from each other. They train with each other every day. Their families know each other. They've been friends since they were like five, six years old. They've been throwing each other on the mat since they were kids. Dude. There is no greater bond than what these guys have. And you, I see it AKA all the time. And I see it. I see it all the time, man. One person throws a punch, dude. You can expect all of them to throw down. And if they don't throw down for that boy, I'm telling you right now, when they come home, oof, would not want to be that guy. Would not want to be that guy. Now, you go back to the thing that happened what last October when Khabib and Islam got, or not Khabib, Connor and Islam got in that whole thing with Dylan Dennis and that whole ordeal, like. Some of the guys didn't get suspended, but some of them did, whatever. But, like, the guy who's the most mild-tempered and the most easygoing but super nice but very talented is Islam Makachev. That guy is, like, even though he's a very loyal guy to Khabib, he understands, like, hey, why are we doing this? He, I think he understands why are we fighting, why are we doing this. He's a good guy. And not, I'm not saying that, like, Abu Bakr and Zubai are not. They're the same exact way. They are the same exact way. But like there's somebody the, the the group of them are a hundred percent about their boys. They have no qualm about sticking up for their family to them. They are family, and there's nothing that you can do about it. There's nothing like you don't get it. Like when we people don't get it, they don't understand, and I didn't understand it until I started seeing it. When when I see it at AK all the time. Zubaya will be sparring. Abu Bakr will be sparring. Islam will be sparring. Khabib will be sparring. The whole Russian like brothers will all come in, and they'll be coaching against whoever it is they're they're sparring in that gym. 
It doesn't matter. We're all friends. Don't get me. We're all friends. But they'll all be coaching. They're all there. They're all watching. No one's in the other room sparring, doing their own thing. They will stop sparring to come and coach their friend, to come and coach Khabib, to come and coach Dubai, come and coach Islam, come and coach Abu Bakr, come and coach whoever it is. They will come over there and coach. It's a different mentality. It's different. It's so different. I can't even explain to you guys how different it is. And you guys can, people can sit back and criticize the fact that like, hey, because they're Muslim, that's how they are. They band together and they do this. I don't think so, man. Sure, religion, I'm sure, has something to do with it, but I honestly believe a lot of it has to do with the fact that they all, like, in America, and I feel this way, and I still feel this way, is that kids, they have, they, they have a tendency of not growing up in the same neighborhood and going from one place to the next. They grow, They go to different schools. They don't always go to the same schools. We don't have lifelong friends. I don't know what it is, but in the U.S., no, I, I very rarely meet people that say like, hey, I've had a friend since the second grade, kindergarten, first grade, or since I was born. My my family has known that family since I was a kid, since I was two years old. Very rarely do I see that. 100%, that's what this is. These guys grew up together. Like Islam, he talks about um the other Russian uh, fighter. Gosh, man, who's the other Russian fighter? Uh, Kabbalov, uh, Rustam, Rustam Kabbalov. He talks about he talks about him. He doesn't even train at the same camp as him, and they may one day potentially fight because they're both in the UFC at 155. All he ever says is Ruslan, my brother, Ruslan, my friend, Ruslan, this, Ruslan, that. All he talks about how how fucking how they were friends, basically growing up and always competed together, and always how they were so close and such good friends. That they really like Islam doesn't want to fight him. He's like, no, we're just we're friends. We're like, that's my brother. Like, they talk. That's it's just it's I don't. It's a cultural thing. It's a religion thing. It's just I think where where how they came up, where they're from. It's just it's not even an option, man. And the fact that you have someone like Connor who's chiming in on, oh, your wife is a towel, or this like you're you're talking about someone's religion. You're talking. About, Look, I can get into this and go on and on and on about the whole ordeal. But some things are a little bit off limits. I think, look, we it's funny that people were talking about is that people talked, like there was things that people had said about, um, let's talk about our president for a sec. People talk about like uh, Obama's kids and Obama's uh, wife. Then turn around and people talk about Trump's kids, Trump's wife, Trump's whatever it is. Dude. To me, I've always felt this way. Family's off limits. You just leave it alone. Like you don't. If you got a problem with somebody, you don't talk about their family. You don't. You don't say things about their wife. You don't say things about their kids. Like that's just, it's. Those are the things that cause. That cause so much hate and anger through throughout the world. Not just not just like in your community or between friends. That's that's how people get killed. And I think when Kelvin got when Kelvin Gaslam talked about that. He was 100% right because maybe it won't be Khabib that pulls the trigger. Maybe it won't be somebody else that 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 slings the knife or, you know, or throws whatever it is or swings the axe. Like it won't be them, but it'll be somebody that is offended by the fact that you're making fun of somebody else's wife because of their religion and because of the, what they do. And that's not right, man. And I think that you got to leave that kind of stuff alone. 
you know, and uh, Khabib's response was was over the top as well. And he's my boy. He's someone I train with all the time. But that was over. There's it was over the top as well. But in response, if someone's gonna slay something at you one way, you're gonna slay it right back. And that's how this all gets started. And that's how all of this stuff gets started. You're gonna say one thing, and then someone else gonna then they're gonna reply, and then you're gonna do this, and they're gonna do this, and it's gonna it's gonna it's a snowball effect. And I couldn't agree with Kelvin Gastelum anymore. And when Dana made that comment a while ago, I actually 100% agreed with Dana. Like these guys get in the cage, they punch each other in the face, and they you know like, and we're gonna get mad at them because they say something to each other on Twitter. Oh, they hurt their feelings. I don't give a fuck. Like I agree with them at the time. But this, though, has now escalated to a whole different level. We're talking levels of the point where someone can get hurt, man. Not just hurt. We can see families getting hurt. We see kids getting hurt. We can see, like, there can be things that happen that we don't want to even get into. I mean, like, this is, this is, you have no control of what other people do. And when you're talking about religion, you're talking about, like, how people can, how people are with their religion. Not something you want to mess around with. So I agree with Kelvin Gastelum and the fact that like, look, it's one thing to talk shit and and I'm not for censorship and I'm not for, I think I'm all for the freedom of speech and all this stuff. But I think when you're talking fights and the business and the fight game and you got to leave that stuff out, man, wives, like mothers fathers kids especially kids your wife and your kids they're off limits like i don't i don't understand it needs to be left alone and uh it's kind of like reminiscent of like <clears throat> when uh remember when the press conference between khabib and connor like for the last fight and like it just felt very like like cringy you know like yeah. with the way connor was kind of like over the top calling ali a terrorist like it just felt like it was more than the fight game connor was calling khabib like a square because he doesn't drink like just <laughs> It's kind of yeah, weird. I mean, it's kind of weird. It's like yeah. a weird feeling versus like funny insults where he makes the red panties joke to Dos Anjos, right? Like that's funny, but just like when it gets to that personal, the way that he's whether it has, it becomes cringy well, to the point. I think you're always gonna get that way because you're gonna always get that way with Khabib because there's not much you can do with him. You can't say you're a scumbag. Like you can because he doesn't drink. Like he's married, two kids, extremely faithful. His wife is his everything. His family is his everything. Like, what are you gonna say about him? Like, they're not at clubs, fucking doing ecstasy and fucking snorting cocaine. Like, they're not that. They're not that group of people. They're at the fucking gym in the morning. They're at the gym in the evening. They're like, he's sending videos of him on the fucking treadmill to Javier Mendez at fucking like midnight. Hey, uh, we just got done with press conference. Hey, coach, showing you I'm getting my run in. Keep my weight down. They're not. They're not at the club partying, popping bottles, and snorting coke. They're not that. That that group is not that. You know what I mean? Now Connor hit him back with a little bit of the whole steroid thing, and you can't argue that. Like the guys, some of the guys have tested positive, but he hasn't. Khabib has not tested positive. You know, and from what I understand, the steroid that they tested that that um that like Islam tested for, and I don't know what what uh Zubai tested for. But the same steroid that the Islam tested for, right, was a steroid that USADA had just banned, just banned, and Maria Sharapova, the professional tennis player, she had tested positive for, but they had just banned it, but they didn't know how long the substance actually stayed in their system. So you have two Russian athletes from different sports 
that are testing positive for it. But from what I understand, from what I understand from these guys as well as other people from Russia, they're like, dude, you get over the counter, like you get vitamin C. That that's what it is. It's like something that helps with your. Um, they're saying that it increased muscle growth as well as oxygen intake, but. I don't know. I don't live there, and I don't know what what it is. But they're like, yeah, did you buy it over the counter at the store, like grocery stores, like vitamins? I'm like, well, that's. I mean, to me, like now you have something that's from USADA saying this. It gets to that point where it's like, okay, but you know, it, how soon is it before like steak becomes performance enhancing? Yeah, it's because because that's so much creatine. And like even just protein, like protein's good for the yeah. body and like recovery and all, like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I mean, like, like where, where do, where do we draw the line? It's kind of like the whole speech thing you're talking about. Like, where do we draw the line? Like, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to say. Like, it's not really hard to say. I mean, like, you shouldn't put anything else in your body, but just protein and I mean, really. But just, why? You know. But if some, but if something comes from a plant and it and it can help your body with recovery and and muscle growth, like, like what what makes it. What makes it? I don't know, man. I mean, I, I really an couldn't unfair tell you. advantage. Yeah, like, I mean, look. I mean, because like testosterone, when you're thirty, look, your testosterone levels naturally are not any better after the age of twenty-five. So, for some people, like they want to elevate their levels to whatever the natural level would be. So, if my natural levels, I don't even know what 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 they're based on. I want to say it's like. So my natural levels are like say let's just say two fifty. I don't even know if that's true. I don't even know. Maybe it's 100. I don't even know. But if you're saying it's like 250, then when I hit 28, it drops to like 225. Well, some guys want to be able to take test testosterone up to the levels to make it natural, 250 again. So they can feel like they did when they were 25. The problem with that, though, is that like that's that's an unfair advantage for people that maybe they just don't want to take testosterone and take the chances of like whatever it is, you know, the side effects are. That's not fair. I feel. I feel I now, get look, we're, and here's the other thing, though, is that we're not, like I've said this before, we're not hitting baseballs out of the field or fucking slapping a puck or, or hitting a tennis ball. We're punching people in the fucking face. And we're causing brain damage every time we do that. Now I add a little bit more power to that. I'm causing more damage to your fucking brain. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the issue that I have. Now, let's just add more fuel to the fire. Now you have two kids. And now I'm giving you more brain damage. So at 50 years old, you can't fucking put a sentence together. You can't, you can't go to work. You can't have a real job. Now your kids have no dad. They basically can have a conversation because everyone he fought is fucking on steroids. That's not fair to me. Yeah. To me, that's like, I, I, I don't think in terms of steroids, like, oh, he, he cheated. Let's just give him a suspension. No, I think in long-term effects, that guy that he fought, he may never fucking be the same person again. That damage he took or that knockout that he took, we'll never know. We'll never know. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's embarrassing. It's 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 upsetting and it's embarrassing. Like that's the thing. Like and it's only coming from me. And, and realistically, look, if I had knockout power, I'd be like, I'd be even more for it. I never had knockout power, so I was like, I just dealt with the way I did for the rest of my career. Like I never was. I was never someone like just fucking crush people with one punch and folding them over and. I was never like a Gray Maynard or a f- like some guys would just fucking hit people and they're like slumped over. You know what I mean? Like I never had that power. I was I had to beat you with like three, four punches, six, seven punches. I had to beat you that way. Mm-hmm. You know, even guys that were horrible at stand up, I fucking hit them and they didn't go down. <laughs> you know, like think about this: how much power did I really have? I kicked Nate in the fucking head, still didn't go down. 
I had to hit him two more, two or three more times before he finally went down. Is that a Nate Diaz thing? It or is, that? it is, but it is, but any other person maybe would have went down, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it's because my power is not there. Who knows? You never know. You know what I mean? But it's, I, I just, I think in terms of when people are like, oh, who cares? You just, who says he cheated all before that? I don't give a fuck, man. The one guy that he beat on steroids, that's that's not fair. That guy, let's just say he suffered a, a big knockout, a big concussion. Maybe he's not putting sense together. Maybe his career is not the same after that. I T. mean, TJ Grant example, right? Yeah, TJ Grant, perfect example. You know, but I mean, Gray wasn't on anything. But I mean, Gray gave Gray gave him a concussion during their fight. Then he went home and started grappling and training right away because he thought he had a title shot next. And then he got he got knocked out grappling. Never came back. Never heard from the guy again. I would love to have him on. I would love to have TJ Grant on just to figure out what the fuck he's doing right now. No he, idea. He actually trains. Do you know that? He still trains. I think he like coaches or something. Because yeah, uh, but I mean, I see one. Does he still have side effects? How's he yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I would love to have that guy on just to figure out like, hey, what happened? Like what? Like what? What happened after that? He was fucking gone. Like never heard from him again. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Anyways, just my own uh, two cents on that. Uh, I mean, look, we can talk about this all day long. I can talk about how I feel like these guys, the both of them overstepped their boundaries. Um, but for me, I feel like the 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 underlying issue. Let's get right to the point. Is this? We've got we've got to find a way to regulate what what athletes talk about. And look, and we can't do it because freedom of speech. But when they do extend and go on to that we can't have a promotion that helps promote that violence and that's what's scary is that let's just say what happens if they put this fucking fight on again what do you think is going to happen in the fucking arena you're going to have a fucking half arena of muslims and a half arena of irish people ah can get dangerous man it can get real dangerous you know, people getting shot, people getting killed, people getting stabbed, people getting beat up, people getting knocked out. I mean, it could be, look, it could be that. And it could be nothing. It could be like a bunch of drunk people just having fun. Well, on the other side. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, but it could just be, it could really just be that. It, which would be great, which would be amazing. That would, that would, in the ideal world, in a perfect scenario, in a perfect situation, that's exactly what it would be. But it won't be that. There's no way. There's not one fucking chance that it would be that. One guy will say something to one guy. One slur will be said to the other. To the other, like it, it's not gonna happen that way, man. It's not gonna happen, and and someone's gonna get hurt. And when Kelvin Gaslam said that, he he hit the nail on the head, and it's true. It's one hundred percent true that someone's gonna get hurt. I mean, think about that. If someone gets hurt, right? Let's just say that someone's father that someone's you know wife that whatever it is like you're taking you could potentially be taking someone someone's son it's for sure someone's son but i mean it could be someone's you know father or wife and that's what's scary man that's that that hurts you have kids at home that can go home like their parents went there to watch a fight and then they never come home i mean that those are things that worry those are things that worry me as far as an athlete because you're now you're tainting the sport mm-hmm. and here's the other thing like you're tainting it all for what? Pay per view buys? Yeah, right. That's scary, a good point. Scary man, scary, scary. You know, and if a promotion that pushes that, 
you should, you got to start as an as a fan, and obviously as an athlete, you have to start questioning like what promotion you're fighting for. Now I don't know if the UFC is going to push this fight or not, but you got to start questioning like dude, you're you're not looking out for me as my you're not looking out for me or my family. Like what happens if someone comes in there with a fucking gun, starts shooting up, or starts fucking just running through and stabbing people? Like come on, man, I could be one of those guys that gets stabbed. I'm, I'm the fighter. I'm the athlete. No thanks, man. I mean, it takes it to a whole new level. When we're talking, like like Ali said, like I don't, know, I don't know, a couple billion, you know, Muslims versus how many how many ever Irish people and you know and whatever else you know is along with that fans. You know, you have fans that are involved as well. So it's not just Irish people, but it's fans. It's American fans, other fans. You know, South American fans, you know, Australian fans. You have everyone. They're fans, of, obviously fans of him. He's 30-something million followers. Mm-hmm. They're obviously fans of him. You know, and it only takes one or two or three or ten, you know, crazy ones to fucking show up and be like, oh, yeah, start popping off shots or fucking willing an axe or a knife or a fucking machete. So it's scary, man. It's scary. Those are things that concern me. Those are things that bother me. Anyways, let's talk real quick. Is there a fight this weekend? Uh, is there Bellator? Uh, no. There's not Bellator? No. Okay, I think there's, I think there's a UFC. This weekend, let's see, yes, no, up next, when's this one? April 13th, ne- this is next weekend, so no, there's not one this weekend. No, nothing this weekend. Nothing? Hey, WrestleMania, bro, come on. Huh? WrestleMania? Is that this weekend? It's on Sunday. <laughs> I thought WrestleMania was in uh New I thought, I thought where where's it at? New York, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's not this weekend. Yeah, it's this Sunday. Oh it is. It yeah. is this Sunday. I'll be in New York actually on uh on Monday. Oh well, it's that's too Sunday, late, bro. It's too late. You could have helped your boy Paul Heyman and flown me out private. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Yeah, I gotta go to uh I have to go to fucking uh, New York Sunday, Monday. I mm. mean, Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Sorry, Monday, Tuesday. What's out there? Uh, Bellator, Viacom stuff. Okay. Fun stuff. Fun, fun stuff. stuff. Okay. Fun stuff, baby. We got big things coming up for Bellator. I'm excited. Cannot wait. Like big things, Josh Thompson, big things, or big things, Bellator, big things? Big, both. Both. both? Okay. It's always big things when I'm there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking big guys Just talking big Alright guys look uh, I think that's it for tonight right yep. Josh Thompson Punk's opinion Give it a quick listen Look I did a lot of rambling tonight Because look This is one of those topics And those issues Where you gotta kind of like See it from a bunch of different directions A bunch of different ways And in no way Am I Even though Khabib's my teammate In no way am I trying to say like that he had no part in this. He did the same thing with Connor though. Connor had a hundred percent part in this. I think it was. I think Connor took it to the next level though. By when you start bringing in or someone's wife, and who knows? Maybe it goes on to kids. Maybe it goes on to more. But the thing is, you're really playing with something that should be, I think, off limits for for all athletes. You shouldn't talk about people's wives. Shouldn't talk about their kids, their their parents, their mother, their father, things like that, because. In a cultural way, whether you live in the States, whether you live in Canada, or whether you live in Russia or Brazil or wherever, not everyone is the same. And they they take these things differently and they take them th- these things for real and they take them seriously. And uh, family to them is everything. And like, uh, you know, friends are not everything. 
Uh, social media is not everything to them. Money is not everything to them. And uh, contrary to popular belief, Americans have that tendency to sometimes think that. And not everybody feels that way. And so when you say that, and when you say things like that about someone's wife, or you say something like that about um, someone's um, kids or family, you can expect you can expect that there may be some sort of repercussion or or uh, or clapback, as some people would say. And in this scenario, this situation, you're talking some serious serious issues, you know. And uh, I would be very weary and cautious if I was an athlete, if I was a fan. If this fight was to be made, to show up at this fight because you may just get caught in the crossfire, and it's something that you you do not want to be involved with. I don't think it's something like whether you love watching both the fighters at home or watching both the fighters uh, fight or talk shit to each other, whatever it is, you could do it at home in the comfort of your own couch, you know, and not have to worry about the concern of like if someone may get potentially hurt. You don't want to be part of that, and uh, it's sad, but it's true. And Kelvin Gastelum hit it on the head. And somebody may potentially get hurt. And that's a scary thought. So, anyways, guys, Punk's Opinion. Follow us on social media, at Sammy and the Punk. Also, follow us on YouTube, um, at Sammy and the Punk. <coughs> follow me as well, at The Real Punk. Hit the subscribe button. Not only hit the subscribe button, but hit the little thumbs up. So, that'll help us uh, help us share your video if you liked our video you'll share that video by hitting that little thumbs up over there on your on the youtube channel so thank you so much also if you guys can anything we post from sammy the punk please share it please post it um do all those things we're trying to grow our numbers trying to get us up there we have a lot of work to do and uh, i truly appreciate everything you guys do for us fans thank you and uh big news coming up next week um we're gonna try and do something on this monday talking about the bellator weigh-ins for uh san jose for that April 26th, April 27th car, but April 26th we'll have the WANs here in San Jose. We will be doing something with Bellator to collaborate with them, and uh, I'm excited for that whole situation. So we'll hopefully drop that news on Mon Sunday or Monday this weekend, and uh, we'll go from there. You guys, follow us. Producer Dave, right? David. Uh, Producer Dave, if you search the two words separately, but otherwise it's currently it's David Glasgow City. David Glasgow City. My road dog right there. He's there. Anyways, hey, guys. Uh, thank you. Truly appreciate it. Have a good one.